and welcome back to the final whistle. I am your host today, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. Avril Gordon and man, uh, sorry for the delay, but we are back and the transfer window has been open for the longest while now. Many deals have happened, a lot of deals, especially in the Premier League, Bundesliga, but man, we're going to talk about it today. And before we talk, we're going to go with our season review of La Liga. So La Liga and Barcelona has actually, you know, got a deal tonight with Lewandowski. Good things happening so yeah. far. Good things happening so far. But what do you think Very about good. Barcelona? Um, <sighs> Barcelona, <laughs> Barcelona, a bittersweet rival of mine. Um, first, I want to say, uh, start kicking it off. Um, Lewandowski is about to be uh, a Barcelona player. Um, a deal that both clubs, uh, both clubs are. Agreed on a deal for our roughly around forty-five to fifty million euros. Um, yeah, but let's yeah. backtrack a bit. Let's backtrack a bit. Um, Barcelona, on a whole, they started last season very rocky, very rough. Um, started it um, by not resigning Lionel Messi. Uh, let me give you guys a brief understanding of what's going on right now. So at Barcelona, their their club, the previous um, president and owners. Uh, Previous owners and their president, the whole management system, um, put the club in debt. The, the club is tremendously in debt. I don't want to throw figures out there as I ha- have not confirmed the exact figure. But they're pretty much in debt. They couldn't resign Leo Messi. Um, many of the players had to take a wage cut um, last season. They could only sign players on a free. And if they did sign players, they would have to get rid of some of their sale of assets. No, in the January transfer window, they sold Coutinho. Well, they um, sent Coutinho on loan. They loaned him. Yeah, they sent yeah. Coutinho on loan, which leveraged off some of their, their, their wage structure. Um, so they were able to bring in players in January. And they sold, I forgot who they sold, but they sold a player in January, which helped them um, bring in Adam Atreori on loan, Aubameyang on a permanent deal. Even though he did terminate his contract with Arsenal, but Arsenal are paying um, some of these wages, and it, and they were able to bring in Ferran Torres, which then um, under Xavi sparked the kind of revival of Sao Barca. We, rem- I'm sure you guys remember that humiliating defeat that Real Madrid suffered against uh, the hands of Barcelona with those new players. Uh, along with Pedri and Gavi leading the front way, leading the front, leading from the front. Um, that being said, going into the transfer window, everyone in the soccer world was, knows Barcelona had no money, so they had to come up with a game plan Nothing. in order They're to broke. sign plea. Broke. Those, they are broke. It's so, <laughs> so to, 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 after all the articles I've read, and many discussions with Javier <laughs> and our team. We uh, to simplify it by numbers for Barcelona to sign to sign one player, or to or let me rephrase that for Barcelona to spend a dollar, they have to first bring in four. So that's the ratio they're working with. So Javier will go into how they're able to get funds now, Javier. Boy, to get funds now, they have sold their TV rights for 25 years and they got at least 250 million from that deal. 
They have also sold their <laughs> merchandise sales as well. And I believe they got a hundred million or so. Around yeah, that yeah, figure. Yeah, hundred million. And mm-hmm. they have been using that money to sign players. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all players' wages. PK like eighty million. They all Frankie like twenty, like twenty million or so. Yeah. And like, I do, I do not know how much they order the players. <laughs> I really don't know how much. Yeah, we kind of like stopped there and they, said this is ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But let me continue that the money that they're using from the assets that they're selling, the companies, they're using it to sign players, mm-hmm. not to keep the club afloat yeah and not not to try and pay up that tremendous debt like exactly frustrating i mean they they signed lewandowski earlier um since night uh for 50 million 33 year old they cannot sell him and yeah there's no there's no recoup value on lewandowski he's gonna retire after this that's it it's it's the dumbest decision like and they have a banging as well the same age he's what 31 right I think so, actually, well, too. I can't remember, but they can't yeah, sell any of them, so they, they lost money right there either way, so I don't know what Barcelona is going to do, and although they're going to be in the Champions League, I am sure the Champions League won't generate enough funds for them to keep afloat, because they're already complaining that the Champions League don't gain teams enough money, so, oh, well, that's their problem, not mine. Let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and um, we've... we've discussed in the past that this was one of the single dumbest decision like if you're going to do this use it to pay off the debt that the club is in and when the club is financially secure use that money to then buy back the right so you own the end so everything to what? do with barcelona in barcelona is in your hands yeah you and, leveraging I mean, the I... club on players like lewandowski and the yeah. dumb another dumb thing they did they brought in rafinha and kept them belly. You have two exactly. right sided wingers who play the same. I you have Ferran Torres. You still have Memphis Memphis to pay. You know got Lewandowski. You have uh, uh, you still have Dama Traore. I think for a couple more months. You are, and you have Ansu Fati to come back. Okay, so let's say Barcelona wanted to shore up their team, right? Who the hell is going to mm-hmm. be in defense? Because reports oh, yeah, reports are stating it's the entire. Lungley, right, to, to Tottenham. Yeah, and yeah. the reports are stating, if you follow reports, it's going to be the entire Chelsea backline, including including Gerard Piquet oh, yeah. from last season. Cesar is going there as well. Christensen. Cesar, yeah. Alonso, Christensen is already signed. And, and um, Piquet. They're really aged. That's a, a, exactly. Apart from Christensen, everybody else is old. So it's not like they invested the money in a good defensive structure because they already had enough yeah, talent yeah, going yeah. forward, in my opinion. That is true, that is true, yeah. The only person they probably needed was like a younger striker apart from a, a younger striker than Aubameyang. So, hmm. Barcelona, all I can say is, I guess, I can't even say welcome back because we don't know how these signings <laughs> are going to perform. I don't know either. Let's just see when the season starts. We'll see when the season starts, and I hope it doesn't backfire. But to me, this was a really, really um, immature and... Well, I wouldn't say immature is the wrong word, but I would say this was a really rushed, rushed um, move on Barcelona's part. So, transitioning. Um, Real Madrid, uh, 
Well, Los Blancos winning the Champions League last season, winning La Liga last mm-hmm. season by a country mile. Where do we go from here? You have the best striker in the world, Benzema. Yeah, yeah, he isn't. He's not getting. Any Hazard younger. is coming back. Hazard is coming. Hazard back. is coming. Yes, yes. He's not playing I've with the seen that... metal in his ankle right now. Yeah, I'm seeing that Ancelotti is saying that he wants him to play a false nine. Mm-hmm. As a replacement for Benzema? No. Yeah, for when uh, Benzema's not fit, but that's still always a talent for Hazard. I say put him on the right, see what he does. Yeah, um, but they, they even... Uh, Jovic, Lucas Jovic, he's gone as well. He went to Florentina in Italy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that's what yeah. I was getting to. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. he, he's gone. He's gone to Italy. Uh they don't have another striker right now. Mariana Diaz is not it, so don't you? He's not. He's no. He's just no. He's just a no. Mm. Again, again, another no. Um, Real Madrid in this transfer window. This we seen their sign uh, Chouameni, great signing, and um, yeah, Rudiger, good another signing, good signing. Yeah. They got mm-hmm. rid of Luka Jovic, and are working. They've been pretty quiet in the transfer window. They did um, give Vinicius Junior and. Roger got new contracts uh, with a $1 billion release class on each. So, yeah. <laughs> show me the money. Mm. Uh, but I always find that they've been pretty quiet in the tr- summer transfer window. Yep. Moving on. Atletico Madrid. Uh, Atletico Madrid has not done anything at all in the transfer window. Yeah. Diego Simeone. done anything. Hell oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Javier, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like the reports that we briefly discussed, and from what we've seen, is Atletico are looking to give Simeone another contract. Oh but yeah. For what reason? I have no idea why. I hope they oh, don't. Wow. As in, I think Atletico has too much talents in their team to play such a heavy defensive football. Hmm. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, um, Atletico Madrid. Um, my thoughts on them. I really do not know what they've been doing in the transfer market. I don't know what the targets are, but I'm guessing it's mostly defensive targets, knowing it's Diego Simeone. But um, Joe Felix, he is one player I want to leave leave there, and I hope he does because he just it's just not working out for him right there. To be honest, he needs to leave. It's just a no. But, Under Simeone, yeah, it's a no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel me. But um, other than some that, I, I just don't know what they're doing. I hope they do something because they need to. Diego Simeone needs I, to change his, his tactics as well. He needs to. He's just bad. <laughs> but 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 that's the thing. Look at the structure of um, Atletico's team. You got Hernan Lodi, a brilliant left back. You have um, Hermiso, brilliant centre back. Jimenez. Yeah. Great centre back, Oblak, brilliant goalkeeper. Nepal as well. Exactly, yeah, you're yeah. going to mid midfield. For, they have a they have a golden side, and you're telling me you play you play like that, bro. Honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't be bothered with them. When I talk about them, it reminds me of you and I, Emery. So I didn't want to talk about it anymore. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Yuna Emery did great with the Arsenal team, but uh, we'll we'll get into that a bit later. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't want to go there anymore. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Let's just go. 
That's a school. Bro, you, you need to deal with your demons from Unai. Leave, leave this man alone. <laughs> leave, leave this man no alone. No comment. No comment. Uh, on to current affairs. Gareth Bale finally leaves Real Madrid. Wow. Okay. And you know what's funny as well? I'm sorry. What's funny is that in his first interview, you speak in Spanish. <laughs> okay. So for people that say this is a dig at Real Madrid, no. The reporter asked oh, him yeah? to do the, the report in Spanish. Ah, it was funny okay. though. <laughs> this was okay, funny okay. though. <laughs> <laughs> the, reason, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to bring this up as a topic, I wanted to get your point of view on his legacy at Real Madrid. Okay, his legacy at Real Madrid has been really good. I mean, okay, the goals and assists, but he have helped. I mean, all the team helped in the Champions League, obviously, but he has scored at least two out of the three winners in the Champions League, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't call me like on he's... that, but he, 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 he helped a lot in those finals. Trust me, the winners, the assists, he have helped mm-hmm. in those finals. And I mean, his legacy at Real Madrid has to be remembered as one of the best attackers that they had in history, to be honest. That is he true, because he has numbers, I mean, bro. Yeah, he has numbers, yeah. And his trophy cabinet speaks with that Real Madrid as well. I even saw the other yeah. day that this Madrid outlet post that he's in the in the legend tab as well. So, I mean, he deserved it. He, he has to be, and, has to be. Yeah, and you know, they always criticize players out of the UK that they cannot go to any league and just compete and win, but he done it. He done it and yeah, he, he deserved all the props and praise. So, yeah, good for Garrett Bale. Most definitely. And what I wanted to add to that is he would have to be regarded as a legend because you cannot look at me right now and tell me the last 10 years in the champ, in the history of the, in the history of Real Madrid, not just the Champions League, you're going to give me Real Madrid's top 10 um, or top 20 best moments I can tell you three or two that you have to call Garrett Bale in. That, that Copa del Rey yeah, yeah. against Barcelona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that brilliant bicycle kick in the Champions League final. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And remember, he didn't come cheap as well. He came... Yeah, what, 80 mil? 80 mil? 89 mil? I think Tottenham? so, around that. Yeah, I think so, around that. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> that was good investment. <laughs> It was a, I'd, I'd say Real Madrid got their, their money's worth. Um, it, of course, it's a, of course, it, yeah. It, it, it leaves a bit of taste in the mouth for people that want to um, play at that level, like all of us here, but we'll never get to that level and to see like his last, <laughs> his last, his last four to five years being kind of wasted on the bench. But hey. Yeah, true, true. When a man goes to play, play for Wales, he's the old Gareth Bale again. True, true, and he's in LA now with Kaylini. I mean, LA is a mm-hmm. nice place. In the LA Galaxy. I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it, mm. it was a good step for him. He can go play true. some golf, play actual, somewhat competitive yeah. football. Maybe not at true, the same true. level he was before, and just prepare to go mm-hmm. full steam ahead for the World Cup. Um, his compatriot or his long-running mate, uh, Marcelo, left Real Madrid yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I I believe he's one of the most decorated players as well, leaving too. Yeah, and what I wanted to like, I, I, this is what a lot of people don't know or don't realize. Yeah, Marcelo mm-hmm. took over from Roberto Carlos. 
like when Roberto oh, yeah. Carlos left, yeah, yeah. Marcelo mm. stepped in. And oh, yeah, to yeah, have yeah. the career, to have had the career he had in the same position, not falling to pressure, because everyone thought it was going to be another Roberto Carlos. He wasn't in terms of um, his goal scoring capability, but he brought a different aspect to the right back game. True, his skills, true, true. his level of control, his, his passing. He, at times, him and Cristiano on that wing, you couldn't tell yeah, who was man. left that, winger. That link up, <laughs> that link up was, was nice legendary. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That link up on, on the left, on the left, that was legendary. He he was something else. I agree, and I in, agree. In, in his pump, he was a brilliant defender. It's not like he was just known. He was known for going forward and creating play, but he was a brilliant defender. And yeah, man, absolutely definitely, definitely. monumental defender. So hats off to him. Um, I think he's going back to Brazil to play. I think but so, hats yeah. off to him. Mm-hmm. And from as a Real Madrid fan, thank you for all. Thank you for everything you've done for Ocal Marcelo. Thank you. <laughs> Florentino Perez. Ah. That yeah. man. Every time, every time you think this man is going to go to somewhere and be quiet, he comes with something else. This mm-hmm. man, and I know this is a bit late, but this man keeps dredging up the Mbappe thing, saying, oh, Mbappe is not lost on us. He didn't want to come. The comments he made basically stating that, oh, he understood why Mbappe is there. Just be honest, yeah. man. You're hurt, because I'm hurt. As a fan, I'm hurt. We expect- <laughs> Most of the you- fans are hurt. Most of them are hurt, yeah. Yeah, because we expected this Galactico signing. True, it was, true. This was him. This was to t- this was Mbappe. This was this summer, I believe, was Mbappe coming in, playing alongside Benzema for the next season or two, yeah, and then going towards the World Cup. Going towards the World Cup, and then we see Real Madrid reigning, but it didn't happen. Maybe Rodrigor or, or Hazard gets a, a a new start. But moving on. <laughs> Hazard. All right. Okay, guys. Um. What I failed to mention in the beginning of the podcast, we have two guests here with us, two very good friends of mine and football enthusiasts. We have Ryan. Please introduce yourself. So is that Ryan's having some technical difficulties, so I'll, I'll, I'll let Andrew go first. Andrew, you here? Hey, name's Andrew, Chelsea fan, long time. Keep the blue flag flying high. You know what it is. <laughs> true blue, true blue. Right. Hey, hi, guys, that was Andrew. And we have Ryan. Ryan, he's back. Hi, guys. Thank you guys for having me on the show. No problem. No problem, man. You're a supporter of? Arsenal, baby. Yeah, so, guys, we have a little treat for you guys Love today. To it's going to, to be a Chelsea versus Arsenal debate. Well, discussion oh, may God. turn into bait, may turn into me hating a bunch of people after this car. But uh, we'll get into it first. I would like oh, wow. each, <laughs> first. I would like each of our guests to introduce themselves one more, but just give us a little background of what got you into football, your favorite player, and what made you love the club you go. So let's have Ryan go first. All right. So football. Where do I begin? Um, I'm Brazilian, so it's in our blood. To play the sport, you know, uh, I would say the first interaction with it, uh, with soccer or football, 
would be 1994 World Cup. You know, my father, he was there in San Francisco mm. at the final to, you know, playing against Italy. That was that was a big thing. I wasn't allowed in the stadium. I was, what, two years old at the time. Uh, man, and after that, you know, I remember the heartbreak in 98 against France. Uh, there was uh, where I live. There's a huge Brazilian community, yeah. and everyone was down. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Four years later, we took it, and I'll tell you what: Newark became Little Brazil. The whole of Ferry Street was just shut down. Big Brazilian Whoa. parade going on there. Big party time. Um, and ever since then, it's like something I've been on and off with soccer. My father is the one that got me into it. I played a little bit of it. I didn't really get fully invested until high school. That's when I actually started playing a little bit more competitively with my friends. And since then, it's just been nonstop. At first, it was uh, Barcelona. Ronaldinho was the one that got me into club sport. And what a what a, what a player at the time. And what then Messi player. came over and took over, man. That's a legend, man. Man. And, and then I came across Arsenal, you know, thanks to Thierry Henry. Okay. And, oh, right. man. Uh, I, I really loved uh, the way the club played. Uh, this guy Wenger, you know. Wenger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, I know, he isn't there anymore, but he, lo profesor, and he, he, he knew something about this game, and yeah, it's not much I can really describe it to. It's just something you just gotta watch. Yeah, yeah, I know they haven't been the same in the last couple of years, but true. Here true, I am today. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right, Andrew. Damn. Well, my story isn't really as profound, but pretty much like around the elementary school, I used to play soccer at recess. I never really played like on a team or anything at this point. And then by middle school, friends asked me to start playing on team, played rec for a while, then eventually played travel because I got asked up to play. Played travel in a little bit of high school. Then college, I played intramurals, but I didn't start watching soccer seriously and become a Chelsea fan until about ninth grade in high school. Ninth grade high school, I went over to my friend, my high school friend's house, Chris. We were playing FIFA. It was my first time playing FIFA. He picked Chelsea, demolished me with Drogba, and ever since then, I just needed. I, I looked into them and I just couldn't stand it. And ever since then, I just love Chelsea. So. Just it was just pure yeah. dominance. It was crazy. Then I would watch them in real life, and I saw it, it was just. That was yeah. Um, wow. Well, yeah. I guess mm. I guess our origin story is something we never did. We just got into it uh, from our first episode. So let, let let me do mine. Um, I grew up in Jamaica. Uh, for all who don't know, I grew up in Jamaica. My father, my brother, everyone around me just. That's the sport. You know what track and field, but that's the sport we fell in love with. Um, I used to follow mm-hmm. my brother and uh, my, my father to the playing room. And ever since I was a little kid, like five years old, I'd watch first. Then when I got to like ages 10, 10 to, I think it was 10 to 11, they put me in goal. And then they taught me the actual rules of the game and stuff. My very, very, very first soccer match Um came about because my father got a signed pair of Ronaldinho cleats. It was the black um, Nike. I think it was the first pair, one of the first in the Mercurials. And it had a Ronaldo signature at the side, Ronaldinho signature at the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause my father's a huge Brazilian fan. Mm-hmm. 
And what actually happened? What actually happened was um, I tried them on. Obviously, they're gonna be too big, too big for my feet. My father said, "Oh, you like to play?" So he got me a, a pair of a Puma All Piece, a proper shoes that they, they they're basically indoor shoes. Went to play, and I'm like, you know what? This is my sport. Like every guy should have a foot sport. This is my sport. Yeah. How I fell in love with Chelsea is because I fell in love with Brazil. Um, at the age of 15, 16, I started playing FIFA. Uh, no, I started playing PES. I used to use Real Madrid, so that's how I learned about Ronaldo. And then I learned about Ronaldo. Uh, then I learned about Kaka. My mm-hmm. very what really connected me to the sport was in 2014. Um, I saw this little kid by the name of Oscar playing for Brazil in the World Cup. Right, that is my friend. Oh, so I've seen, yeah. I've watched World Cup games for my father in the past when he's at work, and I reported it to him. But you know, when you connect to the sport. Uh, this is me um, watching the very first game against Croatia. I will never forget. Neymar's in on this run, and Oscar receives the ball, and it just a, a little dink, a little love. But I was like, "What the hell? What kind of pass is that?" First time I've seen a pass <laughs> like that, right? And then mm-hmm. ever since then, I started following the game more intensely. I fell in love with the Bundesliga, but I wanted to watch Oscar. And then, what you look at here? Oscar plays for Chelsea. I followed up oh, wow. on him in the 2014-15 mm. season, and then I knew that he was my favorite player and will always be my favorite player. Silky on the ball, brilliant going forward, free kicks, he got it, corners, he got it, distance strikes, he got it, through pass, he's got it. You name, up, you name something that this guy can't do, and he works hard. It was a perfect midfielder for me, but yeah, that's fell in love with soccer, and each year it gets more intense. And it's addicting. I probably need to see a doctor or something. But that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Europe? Well, me, uh, most of my family are Arsenal fans. My cousin, grandfather, everybody are Arsenal fans. So I had basically no choice. Uh, the way how, way how I actually started to love Arsenal more, I've been sort of supporting this since I was three years old, to be honest. That's the time when they actually won the league as well. And, I mean, I love I love the past players, Thierry Henry. I actually kind of like Edu as well, all these technical directors, you know, with Arteta. But, yeah, I like Edu um, going on forward, 2006. Um, that's when the heartbreak was, Champions League final. But, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I was still in love with the club from then. I don't know. I still cry to this day with that, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my, my mind is just cloudy right now. That yeah, I hate that final, but <clears throat> I don't know. I'm um, going up still from that. Um, I, I don't know. It's just this club that I have. My family loved. I loved it as well, and I just started to follow them ever since from that from that time up to now. And I mean, it's just that even though there's so much heartbreaks, um, players leave. Uh, some come back, some don't come back, some speak bad about the club, but it's just something where I find myself at. It's just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just that I just can't see myself at any other club. It's just Arsenal. I, I, I don't know, but it's just family tradition, though. But yeah, it's just this club that I just love so much. And I mean, I know everybody doing from team to management, 
<laughs> no, no. It's me and Chelsea. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just find myself there and I just feel comfortable. I don't really see myself anywhere else. I mean, if Arsenal got relegated, I'm still there. Yeah. So true blue all day. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that 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 concludes our origin stories. Um, but let let let's let's really get into it. Um, one of the main things I one of the main reason why I brought these two my two friends here and our two guests today is I kind of felt like we were t- talking about things from through our eyes, but I want Ryan and Andrew, whichever order, to tell us the season, their season from our, from each respective club's perspective, from their eyes. Um, mm-hmm. What were you... I know Andrew's answer, but <laughs> were you satisfied <laughs> with how your season ended? But I don't want you to look at what, what could have been, but look at it in its entirety, from how you started to how it finished. I know Andrew's answer, but um, again, uh, let's go with Andrew first. Well, it, in all honesty, it's not near, it did not nearly go as bad as it could have. We're two penalty shootouts from preventing Liverpool from having two trophies, which really pisses me off, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is sometimes. Yeah. It just happens like that. But other than that, I mean, it was a pretty it was a pretty solid season given that Lukaku pretty much just, like, was on vacation in London for a year, I guess. Just wanted to just do speed fashion shows and, like, piss off somewhere. Didn't really do much. Didn't help. Mm-hmm. Now he's back in there. Gonna just sit there and do nothing again. But other than that, you know, it, all, through all of that, even changing clubs and almost going through administration because of the transfer and ownership and all that, like, through all of that, Still got the bare minimum done. So that's all that was needed. And now we're getting the right investment. We're getting the right signings that are coming in. So can't really complain given what we had to go through. Yeah, yeah. And and, and we'll we'll get into what from our Chelsea Chelsea perspective, what we what I wanted to get from you, what um signings you 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 see us making and what signings you'd want to see us make but let's have um ryan give us his perspective from um arsenal and the season all right so um at the beginning of last season you're looking at that squad you know bringing in the likes of ben white for 50 million aaron ramsdale tomiyasu and the marquee signing last year was odegaard you're thinking but the current squad they have now, it's like, okay, it's not bad. But then the season starts. Of, you know, if I could break down the season last year into four parts, the first part would be the first three games where Brentford yeah. City and Chelsea just beating us, you know, and you know, people were joking about relegation at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, Lukaku was actually relevant then. Yeah, yeah, the one time Lukaku was good. <laughs> Then after you know, after the break, it's uh, we started getting results. It was grindy. It was it was very yeah, it, was. it was it was ugly it was. to watch, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then it played out until Christmas. We lost Obama Yang. You know, he was late. Uh, I guess he wasn't doing the COVID procedures. I guess I don't know if it was Arsenal crazy, looking for crazy. ways to get rid of him. Javier, how do you feel yeah. about like the whole Obama Yang situation? Uh, when I look on it. He wasn't performing the way how we thought he would perform, and he was on 350k a week. But I just saw it as a way to 
get rid of wages basically scrape the wages because using a whole lot wasn't performing and i mean the San Gabriel jesus right now he's getting like what 200k a week right now or so i mm -hmm. i don't even know his, i don't even know but it was a way to get rid of it basically wages uh it could have been a covid thing because he vanity protocol or something i i really don't know up to this day but yeah well uh, me personally I, I wish he could have stuck around especially for what yeah. uh, like the rest of the season was looking like um yeah our second part of the season after you know they're in the transfer window we didn't do anything in january and people were like we need reinforcements it's especially so since bad. abba's leaving you know like yeah. i said wasn't really mm -hmm. looking good and to be honest he didn't mm -mm. do much all season Credit, uh, you know, credit to him. He did work hard. He did, you know, he did piece together as best as he could up front. Yeah, he did link up play, but at the end of the day, strikers has more to than, score He goals. did way more than Lukaku. Facts. <laughs> the, the thing about a banging is that I wish Arteta sat down with him and said, "Hey, we need to end the season with you. We needed to perform. If he did that, I am sure we could have gotten top four because the chances that were missed by Lacazette." was just bad it was really it's bad. just yeah so. it, it, it i wouldn't say that it killed us because towards that last international break uh mm -hmm. we lost those first three games i believe it was southampton brighton and a third team yes, the I, crystal Rose, palace yeah. we lost yeah. three and then we're looking at it, it's like all right top four is done then we ended up beating mm -hmm. what chelsea west ham and man U in, in that stretch mm -hmm. then leads uh, it's crazy because now it's like, yo, we're seven points ahead of Tottenham. I believe exactly. it was seven it was... points at the time. It was as, uh, it was it looking was. like seven yeah. points. And okay, all we gotta do is beat Spurs. No, we would have been seven points if we beat Spurs. Okay, yeah, we lose. True. We lose, but yeah. we're it's still in our hands and to get Champions yeah. League. It was, yeah. For you. <laughs> it was a great day. Uh, God, man. And then, you know, we crapped the bed against Newcastle. And, you know, it's a, it's what Jovan kind of said. It, it's a what could have been. We could have been in Champions League with the squad True, that we been, had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But True, Spurs cool. just pipped us to it. And I'm, I'm not saying that we're in a bad position now. But oh, the no. squad did play better. The True, squad they did, they did, did play did. better. And I'm looking forward to this season. And same, so my same. question to so my question to you guys, and I asked this question when we were playing together, and, and I've asked this question on a call with Avir. Don't you think it's better that you guys didn't finish top four? Because mm. remember, the reason why, and I'm looking at this not from a Chelsea perspective. I'm just looking at this at a, okay. as a general wow. perspective. If you guys we're supposed to play in Champions League next season. I am mm. doubt Arteta is a type of coach that's just that's just gonna pitch up in Champions League, make it out the group stage, and don't try to do anything else. Right? The chances of you guys winning the Champions League next season will have been low. But you guys also do not have the squad depth to compete on both fronts. Yes, I know mm. you guys would get Champions League money, but what's the sense? You go to Champions League. To either jump out in the group stage or jump out at quarterfinals, um, round of sixteen. Wouldn't you, don't you guys think it's better that you guys finished in a Europa League position? Because surely going forward, you guys think that next season Europe winning the Europa League is a must. It's not even an option right now. It's a must. It's a the must. Only, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 only big player for you guys in the in the Europa League, realistically, is Manchester United. 
Um, big player. I, I know, I know, I know. What you... Well, in terms of status, yes. In terms of status, yeah, status, status. You... Okay, status. Because I was gonna say, like, La Liga has some teams in the competition too. You know, like you know, La Liga don't mess around in Europa League. Sevilla, you know that. Betis. Yeah, no, they're in, oh, no, no, they're in Champions League. It's it's Sevilla. Do you not want your, your younger oh, oh. your younger players to get experience in the Champions League? Because thing is, it's kind of like a win win. You go in the Champions League, you get knocked out early, then you got the rest of the year free that, that is to good. play and really challenge the league and get yeah. top four again. Or if you go far in the Champions League, there's what's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> to, to be honest, going based of what as Shaka said is that. Going for the Europa League is a must-win this season, and you also get a trophy as well, and Champions League. So why not? Have to win it. And and I mean, they they used to have a lot of youths right now, like a whole lot. Marcelo Flores, uh, Balogun. We have so many right now that need, you know, the Europa League experience, and it was good. And it's good for them. So yeah, I think Europa League is the best thing for us right now to go through. Although the Champions League would be good because more money, we can attract. Better players, or well, more players overall still. But, but uh, how much? How much of those players can you sign? Because Arsenal has. Has... Look at that! Mm. Like, look at that! What the, what that'll do for his development? That's all. Yeah, I, I, I see. I think mm. I see that side of it. I guess the way I'm looking at it is that, um, while you guys would be able to attract these players, Arsenal or yeah. is never a club that spend a lot during the transfer window. Like they've been, they've been balling this transfer, so, so we, I, we I guess the hell with what I just said. <laughs> we spent like hundred and fifty million last year. Our centre back alone cost fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bro. but when I think about Arsenal, I don't think of a club that's a hundred mil and a, and a top player to take them to the next level. Okay, I haven't seen them way. done that in a while. Look at this way, our. The, the, the player that we spent the most money on in recent years was Pepe. That was a world record Mm-mm. signing, to be honest. Flop. And we thought, yeah, he didn't live up to expectations, to be honest. But they make I that didn't live at all, bro. Ars- the make that people say that Arsenal does not spend money is crazy because we have spent like one of the, the we're like one of the top spenders in the world, to be honest. We have spent over 600 million for the past few years. 600 million. I remember that we do not sell good. We don't sell good. We make a loss each season. Well, most seasons, our biggest departure was probably Willock and Ox and Ox to Liverpool, both forty million. Besides some that over the past few years, nothing. Abayang free, Ozil free, Santi Cazorla free. Did we buy Giroud for you guys? Yes. No, yeah. no, no. We bought Giroud. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, yes. we bought Giroud. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't much though. And we literally lost our youth player today for free as well, Omari Hutchinson. So, I mean, yeah. he came to Chelsea. He came to, ah. came to us and scored against Yaron <laughs> yeah. Baku or assisted as it or whatever. Facts. Drew yeah. left <laughs> Arsenal and won the Champions League, bro. <laughs> he the Champions League, bro. <laughs> Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, Just who's yeah. come to Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Chelsea going yeah, for him but... if Arsenal failed to for Champions League. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah, but to be honest, this is like one of the best squads I've seen for, in Arsenal for a really long time. I see the Arteta adding some technical players, so I mean, it's, it's something to look forward for next season. Get rid of Jaka. I, 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 I don't think I, he's leaving. 
Yeah, keep him. I'll keep I don't him. know why. I don't Shaka, know because you're supposed to. Having Shaka isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Granite Shaka that gets a red card every two games. What the no, fuck? Look, 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 no, look, look. On his day, he plays really well. Like for some reason, he plays really well. The thing is that he cannot play six. He play, he needs to play more advanced upfield, away from the fence. When Partey has a number six role in the pivot alone, he he plays really well next to him. That's the thing. You understand? But he was supposed to leave Arsenal, but Arteta kept him because he was linked to a Roma or Hertha Berlin, either one. Yeah, and we kept him same way after his Crystal Palace display. But yeah, all right. Too, uh, too much Arsenal talk now. Let's take it back to the Kings of London. Let's take it to the Kings of London. Let's take it to the Kings of London. Ah, uh, um, Andrew, I wanted to discuss with you. Do you think that this number nine curse is real? Yes. And this is not just for Andrew, <laughs> but. Yes, it's real. Do you guys think this number that curse is real? Yes, it, it's yes. real. It's like Spurs is yes. real. Like just how they can't win. They're, they're just poison for some reason. They just can't do it. Can't get a trophy. It's the, it's the same as the number. Come on, man. The equivalent forces probably at this point. Jump. It looks like Conte might break it for them. So yeah. there's hope for us that maybe Tuchel can hopefully do something. It's like six players. That's so crazy. Right, but. We're still talking about Kings of London here. Don't do it. Yeah, um, that's, that's my thoughts on number nine, Chris. I just, hopefully we don't need a number nine and that will my mind solve it. So. <laughs> hopefully yeah, we can get, yeah. hopefully I was thinking, I'm honestly, I think a solution could be in the form of a false yeah, nine. 29. Under Tuku's system. Sterling. <laughs> yeah, you guys have Havers is not good enough, and I love the dude, but Havers it's not good enough. I'm telling you what will happen all season. I'm telling you what will happen. We're going to use Werner. Sterling's going to be in the middle. And that's yeah, only yeah, if yeah. Like, one mm, of the wingers mm. on form, like crazy form. Like, Pulisicker Hudson Doyle got to hit peak form for okay. that to happen. Yeah. But Tuchel's it trying so to replace. Though. Yep. Tuchel's trying to replace. Tuchel, from what I've read, and what I've been following, Tuchel's trying to get another clinical winger, apart from certainly like a Serge Gnabry or Leroy Sané, oh. a winger that can finish, like knows where the back of the net hit. And whoever he buys for the middle, like a, I think our solution could be in the form of a false nine. Not necessarily an out-and-out nine, a false nine like a Joa Felix that... Plays because everybody okay. know everybody that's on the call here knows there's a difference between playing a center forward and playing a striker. I'm talking a center forward that's going to rotate with the wingers because that's mm. under Tuchel's system. That's the only thing that I can see that can save us. Yes, he'll he'll mm. start predominant a, a player like how Jesus played when he was at City. Yeah, when, he, he's doing a similar thing at Arsenal right now. Yes, I think I, I, I just pl- don't. I just don't like the idea of him in the Premier League. He just seems like he's going to get bullied by all the defenders. Like, straight up, there's not enough space in the Premier League uh, like there is in the in La Liga. I mean, in La Liga, yeah, I understand. You yeah. can look at other players like Aguero, Bernardo Silva, David Silva. You don't need yeah, to be good, to be good in this league. Yeah, Sterling's yeah. another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is but I, I, but you guys see the point I'm trying so like, to make, right? Someone that's not... Yeah, and, yeah, Felix, yeah. and then who else? 
We're gonna have like a we're gonna have like an under. What about Brosha? Brosha, exactly. He's Broja, perfect as well for number Broja nine. Not and gonna he's... make the cut. If Tammy Abraham couldn't make the cut, we already established what the standard is. Clearly, I I'm not that. Broja yes, Brosha is which is chance. it's just like based on the history of what we've done. I don't think he will get one. Exactly, but because he's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the point I'm trying to make is if we if Tuchel wants to play like how Chelsea was playing last season going forward when we played well, what what were the key factors in that? You had Mason Mount um, playing because Tuchel is now trying to transition into two wingers and a person playing center forward versus two number 10s and a person playing center forward for that attack. When we played well last season, if you look at how we played, we had Havertz and uh, uh, you had Havertz playing as a center forward, Mount and um, another number 10, whoever he put in, in, the, in that position, which is sometimes Pulisic when Hudson Adoy was fit and um, I, forgot the, I forgot the other dude's name, but that's how he played going forward and how they played. Yeah. There was movement across the front line completely. Right? right? So Havertz would come, take the ball, release, move into position. If he moves out wide, whoever's out right moves into the center position. He wants a player like that. That's why I'm saying like a Joa Felix, a Patrick Schick. Um, I'm just throwing names out there. I'm not saying like go get these guys. Even a Las- even a Latoro Martinez. I see him perfectly fitting because when Latoro was playing with uh, um, Lukaku, Lukaku wasn't that mobile at, at Inter. He would run at people, but everything went to um, Latoro Martinez, who then found Lukaku to finish off mm-hmm, those yeah. chances. So that's what I feel. I feel like uh, Latoro Martinez would could play that role because Tuku wants his forward line to be more fluid and more mobile. That's just so what I see. We play back three, and that's going to be and Tuchel stays essentially stays stubborn and say he doesn't go to a back four like he's rumored to. Free yeah. signing the ball on a free, because if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna Ooh. only use tens at this point, the ball would be perfect Dang. for that role. Dang, if he's gonna Dang, use ten, I'm saying if those things it, are in place, if that's his plan. Yeah. It, yeah, if, if and even if he does go to a back four, we could still use the foul, the ball as a foul nine as a center forward. Put put him in the middle. If he if he if he doesn't send another winger, play Mount in his right wing position and Havertz in behind the baller. Because remember when Havertz was brilliant at Leverkusen, he was playing off a striker mm-hmm. in a in a center attacking midfield position, and then we play Sterling out left, and we got a brilliant um forward line. We could play. I say sell Georgina. So I, I, in my midfield. Because then we got to put Mount in the sixth role. Because we got Mount has to be Ex- in the lineup. Exactly. I'm no. So to me, because to me, I'll play Mount off the right if if he doesn't trust Pulisic or send another wingers. So my front three would be, um, let's say Dybala, Sterling, Mount just behind him, and I'm playing Havertz. Havertz could play off Dybala. Right, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That 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 little middle middle there, and then give me Kante and Kovacic all day. Georgina does not make my team, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> he's too much of a liability defensively. He just doesn't make my team. And then you need the back... penalties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then in my back, I'm I'm you know it's Koulibaly all day. We're probably gonna send um Kimpembe. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Either yeah, Thiago Silva that. and Chilwell and um, Reece James at their fullback positions. But that will be my starting mm-hmm. level for next season, depending on if we get the baller or not, or whoever we decide. But, what, what but yeah, you, the curse is real. For the season, then what do you like? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get silverware, right? Like, I don't care what, but it has to. No, be- definitely. Minimum. I'm hoping for another brilliant Champions League run, but minimum FA Cup. Yeah, that's been. That's I, been I mean, I, I mean, the, the, many years, like F- years yeah, FA Cup and Corba Cup. Chelsea's squad is too good. While Arsenal and Tottenham are getting better, so. To win these these cup competitions are gonna be hell because other teams it's not like other teams are worse they're getting even better. I'm saying minimum with the squad that we had with the momentum that we had we were coming off of and we have to put a lot of things right from last season. If we have a fit Ben Chilwell Chilwell and a fit Reese James all season and the covers that they're buying because they're buying covers for those positions as well. I'm looking at a minimum top four not even, not even that top three. Because when people are talking about the, the 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 top four race, it's Liverpool or City, and then Chelsea, and then the rest of the pack, which is Arsenal and Tottenham. Man United are not even in the conversation. And speaking minimum <laughs> top top three finish and Carabao Cup and FA Cup. And speaking of the squad, anything else is a plus. Squad depth, do you think Emerson can cover for Chilwell like that? Like what? Easy. Easy. I've seen Emerson play, bro. I've seen him play uh, consistently. He's good. You think, but didn't we loan him? I think Ian Madsen. Like, I'd rather loan out Emerson again, but I guess the Wolves trying to just trust experience over over, young talent. Yeah, over youth. Yeah. Um, We're trying to send a backup right back. Somewhere else, too. Yep, yep. Thank God we're getting rid of Alonso. I, I couldn't do it, bro. I can't. I couldn't do it another season. I would, I would have committed suicide, bro. bro. I, can't, I, can't, I can't. I couldn't do it another season, bro. Asking, but, uh, I don't understand how, but they're gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> don't know why. I don't know how Barca get Barcelona gets money, bro. I don't like it. It physically, logically. Theoretically, it should be impossible for them to sign all these players with the amount of money I mean, they're that's in why debt. Bayern said what they said. Oh, they I said don't know, like man. some sort of rumor about like you have to pay it up front because we don't think you're going to exist as a club in the next like three years. <laughs> wow! <laughs> they don't want installments. Well, they got fifty million. <laughs> yeah. All right, Arsenal boys. Uh, what do you what are you guys uh, expectations for the upcoming season? Um, Champions League. We got to return. We have to return. That I don't care how we do it. We got to do it. Top four mm-hmm. Europa League. Either one, we have to return. It's been too long right now. We have been out of it. it it's it's been, been dry. Been... Yeah, and I mean, similar ways almost this season as well. He won. He won FA Cup in his half. Uh, First season as well, so we need, yeah, we need to win again. I need Champions League again, and it should, you know, keep his job secure as well. Because, boy, it, it's just even with the winner syllabus situation right now, people are saying that he shouldn't have his job because one of the young best centre backs in the world hasn't really played for Arsenal yet. So, he's one player yeah. I'm looking forward to this season. Uh, seeing what the big. Yeah. What, what you know? What the hype is around him? Um, I, I've yet to yeah. see him play for Arsenal. I don't yeah, really yeah, watch much definitely. of the French league. Um, yeah. Another thing that has to improve is our defense. 
Um, the season yeah, prior, we we conceded what thirty nine goals. Then yeah, mm-hmm. that's the twenty uh, the twenty 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 one season. This previous season that just passed. I'm sorry, the twenty one yeah twenty twenty one. And the previous season just passed, we conceded 48 goals. And you're looking at it as we conceded 10 more goals, but our defense had looked better in the beginning of the season. Yeah. But we just slowly started conceding more and more goals to to, To to different opposition. The the conceding of goals happens when Partey is not playing or Tenier is out. We have lost. We have lost many games when, when those two players are not in. That's how we see um, Zygzenko coming in right now. Left back and you can play left back and center mid. So, Where um, are you on Tierney? He's a really good player and I, I really appreciate it from his Celtic days. And he he has a presence that that is just there. He's solid, he can pass. Defend. He defends really good. He plays centre-back as well. I watched it for Scotland. And the only thing that is that is bad with his game that he keeps getting injured and that costs us too much. Besides from that, he's a really good player. Just that the injury just needs to stop. If that stops, he can just stay consistent. Because a lot of Arsenal his... fans have complained about yeah. that. Is that they don't yeah. want a captain that's just not there for, you know, True. half that's his tenure. See... Yeah, that's why I see Odegaard being captain. To be honest, and he's captain for Norway as well. So yeah, why not just give him an armband? I'm expecting good things for Odegaard this season. Uh Gabriel Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah. I can't wait to see him play some more. Um, in Ketia. In Ketia. I'm on it. Javier hates in Ketia. Javier hates in Ketia. I do not hate Ketia. You said so. I have proof. He said so. I have proof. Hey. Hey, I said Enketia cannot be the starting striker, okay? That's what I said. That's what I said. This but, man came in the group um... after he missed a goal in our FPL group after he missed a goal. <laughs> and he said, I hate this man! Why is he the Arsenal shirt? I'm like, bro, it's only one goal he missed. Bro, but honestly, oh. I, have to, I, have to, I have to back him now because he has Henry number right now, number 14. And I mean, that's a, I mean, always just a number. He has to perform now, and he has been a in and out of player coming off the bench each time. So I hope he can just you know make an impact. I just hope he does. And Gabriel yeah. Jesus seems to like him as well. So see you see a goes. tandem between them two starting together. Yeah, I do. Enkita coming off the left and Gabriel Jesus in the center. I I realized that him and in the first game I see that Gabriel Jesus and Enkita they switch um wings a lot. Positions a lot, so. So, uh, so what happens like to Martinelli it. and Saka? He's Martinelli on the left, but yeah, I could see him also the... going up in the middle as well. Yeah, same. He plays both positions either way. Still, Saka he is mostly on the right with. He's one of our main attacking outlets right now. So, I mean, I usually see him swinging in passes into the box, and Tamiyasu would be, you know, obviously overlapping him, going in, pass the ball to him from one two. That's what I've been seeing so Do far. Do you guys but, think yeah. Tomiyasu is actually better than Tierney? Yes. Um, For me, I think he's actually, well-rounded. Tomiyasu? Yep. I think he's uh-huh. well-rounded because mm-hmm. Tomiyasu can attack really well. Tierney mm-hmm. is mostly 
crossing and defending but Tommy also technical ability is so good and i mean mm-hmm. when he first came into the team he was balling man he was going forward yeah. defending he was really good the reason why he- I, I, I say Tommy is better when Tierney is playing uh, the reason why i said that when Tommy Tommy started playing for arsenal you saw an immediate difference in play and I'm not just talking about defensive. I'm talking about the whole, the team transitions defensively and going forward and just holding position of the ball. Tommy Asso, he would start in, come to Chelsea, bro. If Reshame is injured, <laughs> we'll take you right now. I've, I've literally sat and watched uh, this man I'm a, I'm play. First. Yeah. He's gonna city. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, he's, he's I think he's going to city. Yeah, Zinko right now. He's going to city. Imagine them two covering each other. That's that's crazy. Oh, that would be crazy. Um, what do you guys think about uh the Holland signing and what number? Oh. I, I, I want to, I want to go around the room. What numbers do you think he's gonna pitch up with next season? Boy, you know, Holland, that's, remember, a, that's, this... a, that's a good stem signing, you know. Numbers. Well, wait, Boy, you know, you go, see, he can. Yeah. Before you go, remember, there's this, this, I want you guys to keep this in mind a huge caveat. He is the direct rival for Mbappe, and that does something for our top players. So, no, you can go. No, you can go, uh, go, go and tell me your Boy. numbers and expectations. You know, I see him scoring 20 plus in the league right now, to be honest. With our city team right now, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne supplying him, Bernardo Silva. Wait, Bernardo Silva, let me not see that yet because Barcelona. I see see him being linked to Barcelona, so let me let me not see that yet. But man, (laughs) uh, he's gonna get a lot of passes and you know he's a good finisher overall. I mean, finish hard numbers right now, goal and assist. Hard numbers Uh, right now, goal and assist. I'm gonna go. Yeah, this as well. I'm gonna go crazy yeah. with a crazy guess, yeah, just based on the fact that they have. I'm just gonna be the one making the weird guess here, because someone has to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 15 goals, seven assists, because Whoa. Pep is gonna bench him for most of no. the season because Pep is just a maniac. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's actually right. He's he's Remember that he benches um Aguero. He benches Aguero like for so many games yeah. for some reason. Pep, Pep, Pep in his right mind could not bench the. Um, everyone can agree he's that gonna, Mbappe is ahead of him right now. The second best player in the second best striker in the world, young striker in the world right now. He, yeah. If Pep does that, I don't know anything about the sport anymore. Someone's gonna take my position on this podcast because what? How do you <laughs> how do you bench him for half the season? Me goals. I'm saying he's he's breaking the Premier well, League record. It's not that he's gonna get in goals for half the season, but he's not gonna get played enough to build any form, and he's gonna be too cold, hot, cold very much every time he comes on. Like, and even then, yeah. I'm still saying he's gonna break the Premier League record of 32 goals. Haaland, you're gonna get okay. 30 in his first three season. Or 34. First season, Salah did it. Salah did it. Why can't he? Um, Fair enough. Mainly because City don't need a striker to win the league. Um, oh they, yeah, that's you know, true. That was well. That was well. I I do see him scoring 25 goals 
Oh, in all competitions, easy. I do easy. see that. Easy. And then probably ten assists yeah. if you want to throw that around. Um, there, yeah, he doesn't I have a World Cup to go to, so he has a point to prove. Exactly, he has a point to prove. He's so, well rested. So I'm saying January, I, I see him come firing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's gonna have a good season. City's opening fixtures are looking pretty good for him, so I, Boy, I do see him racking up goals there. You know, they mm-hmm. have West Ham, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, win, Aston win, Villa. Win, Bro, win. thirty goals right there, done. Release over. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton he is. He's gonna just like bury so space in behind them. I know it's because Timo Werner. Yeah. He's gonna bully everyone, man. So like, I know he's yeah. gonna have. If Timo scores against Timo, Timo, Timo sees Southampton, he's like, "Put me in, coach. Uh, I'm ready." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah so, a good season, man. Yeah. Um. So one last topic before we head on, you guys. I wanted to get you guys feedback on who's the standout player from each club, uh, each of the top six clubs that you're looking to see something from. I'll go first. I'm Mason Mount since he debuted under Frank Lampard in Chelsea's uh, in Chelsea's first team. He's been standing out. Lampard's son. First <laughs> season, he finished the season I think with seven, seven, seven plus goals. Um, Second second season under Tuchel, he finished with nine eight plus goals, and last season he finished with ten eleven, so ten goals eleven assists. So next season, I, I I'm looking for him to continue that upward trend and stand out for us. Sterling, if I'm being honest, I'm I'm wearing a Sterling signing because apart from taking Drew from Arsenal, I can't really think of a big name player that moved from another club that came to Chelsea that worked out great for us. Fernando Torres <laughs> is still haunting me, but. I'm not putting any pressure on Sterling. Koulibaly, everybody knows he's apart from Van Dijk, he's one of the he's the, he's the next best defender in the world. So, my standout guy from Chelsea this season, I'm looking for Mason Mount from United. I'm looking for Bruno Fernandez to be better. I want to see how Christian Eriksen go plays under United because he signed official today for Manchester United. And but if I'm supposed to pick someone from United, I want to. I'm all eyes are on, in, is on Ten Hag, and everybody knows that Tottenham, Son. Can you overtake Kane? Will you get out of Kane's shadow? Maybe, maybe not. A full season under under um, Antonio Conte. Let's see how Kane does. Um, Arsenal, I want to see everybody. Jesus, the whole Brazilian community has said he has what it takes to be another um, Ronaldo number nine. Oh, you already got a jersey. You, you, you got a jersey. <laughs> no, 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 this, is, this is the old one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the old one. You got a jersey. So from Arsenal, it's for me. From Arsenal is Tamiyasu, Jesus, and I'm actually keeping an eye on and um Smith Rowe because I think and Tillemans if he goes. Um, so I did Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Manchester United, City, Holland, of course. No, no, that's not even a question. And Liverpool, Darren Nunes. Didn't start great for that news in, in preseason so far. But yeah, that, that's my top six. I'm still looking for that for. shot, too. Yeah, but that, that those are the players I'm looking for. And Luis Diaz, full season on the club. I want to see how he gets on. But that that's all the players from the right, top six right. club that I'm looking out for. Mm. Uh, who's up next? Okay, I'm picking someone. Yeah, yeah, go next. <laughs> Um, Arsenal, I'm looking for Gabriel Jesus. We, we have long for a striker right now, so 
I'm expecting to expecting to see how he perform. I'm sure he'll be good. Him and Odegaard, Saka, Smith Rowe. He has a good core of um, players right now, so I expect him to do the best. Um, moving on, Spurs, you but um, son <laughs> last season, last season he got a good amount of goals without scoring a, without scoring a penalty. So I'm expecting him to do the same again um, next season. Uh who again? Man United, mm-hmm. probably Bruno. Or yeah, you expect a better season from Bruno, right? Yeah, probably Eric's going reason why God gave him a second chance. So I want to see how literally. he perform right now. Yeah, literally. Oh, he got a second <laughs> chance. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this man? I hate that Spurs. What? This man just hates Spurs. <laughs> terrible. Uh, let's just see. Uh, you got Liverpool and, uh, and City. Liverpool. And Chelsea. Darren Nunes from Liverpool. Yeah, I want to see how, how he's going to go. Uh, he his preseason wasn't wasn't so great, but I want to see how he's gonna continue Still right going. now. Going on, yeah. Um, Man City, Alan, of course, one of the best one the kids in the world right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta look out for him, yeah. And then Chelsea. Oh yeah, y'all. Um, Chelsea. Let's just say Sterling. Honestly, Australia is going to perform. Um, Chelsea buying players from other teams is always a mystery. I don't know why they do that. Although, although Arsenal does it sometimes, but uh, Sterling is one to look out for. He got eleven trophies at City. Um, two hundred twenty-nine games. How much goals now? What hundred thirty-one goals or so? Mm-hmm. Let's see who's going to go. Let's see. Looking out for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And Andrew, who's next? Uh, so. Andrew, you want to take this one? Yeah, so for players I would look out for for Chelsea, I'll say Reese James. Dude's a tank on the right wing back. At right wing back, can do it all, literally everything, at like pretty much like eighty mm-hmm. percent level, pretty much, which is really what's good about him. Better than Trent. I mean, you want to? I mean, Better yeah, all round, yeah. If you want to put him on a maybe like a free kick, maybe Trent got him, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. But then, also, oh, corner take it right quickly, here. though. <laughs> take it quickly, yeah. <laughs> but then also, I want to see Ingola Kante and Havertz really turn up this year. They're supposed to be our world class all star players, and they need to turn up and be mm-hmm. those players for mm-hmm. us this season. That mm-hmm. like that needs to happen, mm-hmm. and that also comes into like Tuchel's responsibility mm-hmm. of playing them in the right system and mm-hmm. at the right times because they can't. You can't yeah. overwork mm-hmm. uh, Ngolo Kante. He, got, he has to play like once mm-hmm. a week, not twice a week. That's yeah. three times a week, which is ridiculous. Yeah, like you, you can't yeah. do that too. For Arsenal, you got City. City. I would say, probably if since Nathan Ake is staying there, I'll say Nathan Ake now, and then also mm-hmm. Holland, obviously, and Foden because Foden need Foden should. They essentially just take that next step. It doesn't necessarily have to be an extreme one, but just that next step. Just show that there's progress in there and that it's not going to like stack me. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that mm-hmm. is true. Uh, just a quick point. I think he should get to the level where he's starting over Greenish. Because there's no Sterling to put on the right automatically. So it's a toss-up between yeah. him and Greenish. Got to take mm-hmm. a spot. Mm-hmm. Got to push for that. 
next team is uh, Arsenal. Yeah. For Arsenal, I would say Gabriel Gabriel in the in the center back position. Just establish himself more as a leader in that position. Just take that next step. Got him doing Arsenal's that next that next mm-hmm. area that they're trying to be pretty much. Because he's gonna he's starting to hit the those yeah. ages now where he has to he's gonna be looked at as a leader the next like year or two. So he's gonna have to like really turn it off soon. And also Nicholas Pepe needs to get off his butt and start doing something. I'm sorry. It can't just be. In France, he'll do it. It's true. Like, it's true. He's like, he's like 26 right now. Like, there has to be something he can yeah. contribute to the squad. I just, I just don't understand how. True. Gabriel Zeus, I'm not too worried about, so I won't really mention him. And Smith Rowe, just Smith Rowe, just right, run the right. midfield. Honestly, mm-hmm. run it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got Spurs. Got Spurs. Uh, if I if I must, um. No, but I would say Kulusevski would be one if he can continue the form that he oh. had at the end mm-hmm. from January mm-hmm. onwards. That is true. And that is true. If he does that like a year straight with that same form, then he is genuinely going to be a world class player at that point. If he continues yeah, that and, same exact and form that, for a year straight, that's really crazy. Yeah, and he would be at like mm-hmm. twenty plus goals, exactly. no? Exactly. Like that. that After right, is, that kind that, of that form, he'd be an you, easily yeah. twenty plus goal, like twenty five plus goal contributions in the Premier yeah. League by itself. So that's already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was great. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, brilliant yeah. last season. You're telling mm-hmm. me you're adding yeah. that onto what Kane and are doing, which is just beating Drogba and Lampard's record right there. So I mean, that's that's that's, crazy. that's, 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 <laughs> yeah. not, that's not good. Mm-hmm. And apparently, yeah. Conte got them um, on the next year's training too, doing 42. 42 yeah, they're running that. Uh, they're professionals. They can handle so, it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, you got Liverpool. Just so you know, you got Liverpool and um, Manchester United. Yeah, you, Liverpool. Liverpool. I would say Darwin Nunes. Got Darwin Nunes and Diaz. They they're the new signings. They got to fill in some shoes with Mane there. Jota, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to. Just, I don't mm-hmm. know what he's gonna do, but he's just gonna have to struggle, I guess. Like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. even know why they brought him in and continue to add on top, but. And that, they do, they're doing to him what they yeah, did to Minamino, essentially. Like, they, yeah, and Jota is actually good if you just play him consistently because yeah, he, cause he yeah, produces. He's got, he's so, got the goal contributions. That yeah, he does. Like, you know, he's class. Come to Chelsea, lad. Play a fast night. <laughs> no, they, I mean, that might be the plan, too. He could get picked off of this mill one day. Like, you know. That's true. I know you got United. United, I would say... Everyone, Bissaka, he's gotta, he's gotta turn it around. He has the ability to. He has the physic. He has like the pure ability and footballing ability to do what he needs to do on the pitch. He just, I don't know what goes on in his brain when he thinks, but he needs to just do it because he has that athleticism <laughs> to do what he wants to do. True, because he's good yeah, at like, it. And so yeah. if he can get trained by Ten Hag, get put through his paces or something, and just come out a different player, that would be fantastic. I think that would really help United, like, mm-hmm. cheer up some things. Because if, Luke, if they have, like, Luke Shaw, that's someone who's, like, 
half like about three quarters of these things with Shaw offensively on the right, that's already drastically improving them from where they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Ryan, you're the last one left. Right. So, City, um, to be honest, I want to see what Grilish is all about. Uh, you know, after his $100 yeah. million dollar move, I'm not impressed. I want to see him pick up some numbers. And just like Javier said about Foden, I want to see him take it to that next step. He has a World Cup to play for. So, I want to see. He's a great player. Let's see what he can do with England as well. For Liverpool, uh, Luis Diaz, he's someone, he's electric. This guy's amazing. I think he's going to have a really good season. And I think, you know, since Mane left, I think this is his season to explode for Liverpool. Let's see if him and Nunez, they link up. Let's see how that works. For Chelsea, going with a little bit of uh, an odd one here, but uh, let's see if Captain America can pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs Before to get consistent game time. He, does. he needs to get consistent game time. And he needs, to, you know... See what he's about. Start running the show, um, and not getting injured. That's his big thing. Yeah, because mm. if he could you stay know? consistently fit and at a, at a good level, Tuchel has no choice but to play him. You're gonna so, play yeah. over Sterling. You're telling me. Um, I... No, no, you, you no. Have to, I mean, Sterling moved to the he right. You can play on both sides. Yeah, and Sterling play on both sides. So. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want United States' best player to you know to be a bench player for a big club. You know he he has to show himself that he's either worth it or he has to find somewhere else where he could get consistent game time. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, who's next? Man, you. <laughs> Marcus Rashford. What happened with him last season? You know he's. He was the shining boy two years ago, and then. Since Ronaldo came in, it's just been dark for him. Mm-hmm. And Jaden mm-hmm. Sancho, while it wasn't the best, yeah, the team that he joined, but let's see what he can do too. He, another like a Grealish, very expensive, mm-hmm. not much to yeah. show for. Oh, let's see what he's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs, they're all they're poop. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about Kane or Son, or in a way I am, but they're they're gonna put up numbers. Kulosevsky, he's a great player too, but I'm really looking forward to Richarlison. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. curious to why yeah, he went there, and you. he's competing yeah. a spot against Kane. You yeah. know, he has Brazil to play for. Uh, exactly. So he, They said he wanted to play out on the right. Along with he can, which he could do, which yeah. he could do. Whichever position, he's competing against someone. So let's hopefully it brings the best out of him, because if not, he has Brazil to lose right there. True. So I'm looking forward to see what he does. Yeah. Um, and then Arsenal, Saka. You know, before Aubameyang uh, left, Aubameyang was upping him up. You know, as the next big guy, and Saka gave this mm-hmm. interview saying, he's "Like, I want to be that guy after Aubameyang leaves." Rightfully mm-hmm. so, Aubameyang le- left. I would say like a month or two later. Now this is his chance. This is his chance to be the number one guy. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Arteta trusts him fully. He starts every week when fit. Um, I see no reason for him not to pull up some really good numbers. So yeah. I'm expecting a lot from Saka. So yeah, those are my players here. Yep, mm, and that brings us end <laughs> to the end of the final whistle podcast for today. Um, thank you guys for joining us. It was a great, yeah, this was fun. Great, yeah, thank you. Yeah. 
Brilliant, yeah, brilliant discussion. Me, brilliant discussion. So from me, Javon, my co-host, Javier, Ryan, yeah. our guest, Andrew, our other guest. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>